coming up in today's episode. When you're creating these affirmations, you gotta like not repeat it like a robot. You gotta. Welcome to episode 92 of Enter the Mind podcast, the most real talk, no nonsense podcast on the empowering of the mind. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to change deep beliefs about yourself. So let's jump into the topic here. What is an example of how someone can change their deep beliefs about themselves? So I love this method that I came up with when I was dissecting myself and trying to put myself back together so I, you know, wasn't manipulated by anybody anymore or, you know, taking turns down the wrong path that were just kind of there for me to take and I just kind of took them, you know? So when I was going through my entire self, I realized that there was something called already ingrained affirmations. And I realized this, I don't even know the exact moment that I realized it, but I know that I was saying something in my head. And I was like, well, how does something become an affirming thought? What is the difference between an affirmation and a declaration? So an affirming thought is something that you already know which is why they try and tell you to say like affirmations to like get yourself to the places that you need to be well no that's not really the case you need to start with declarations because when you declare something it's not necessarily that it's true like yet quote unquote but it is but um quote unquote you know so you're declaring it and once it becomes so ingrained inside of you that's when you can call it an affirmation that's when you can call it an affirming thought so an example of this would be, okay, so Robert and I, we love Enter the Mind. I have so much fun on Enter the Mind. You know, an affirming thought when I get off of Enter the Mind is, oh, doing Enter the Mind makes me feel so good. Or like, oh, Robert and I kill it every time. We always reach so deep inside of our brains and give every ounce that we possibly can you know so that's an affirming thought that's something that's become true to me over time that it just naturally falls out of my mouth so with that being said what are you thinking about so is it a way to package events after they happen a way to like put a frame on them i guess you could but it's more it's more like a free frame like an open frame as opposed to like so like if you're say i said like after every episode of enter the mind like oh i knew that i wasn't going to be able to bring my absolute best right so that's an affirming thought because i keep portraying this in my reality so if i keep portraying this in my reality and that's what i say naturally after i get off of enter the mind then i'm putting it definitely in some little frame and I'm framing that event as this specific affirming thought that I can never bring what I want to bring to the table. That's wild because I know a lot of people who talk that way all the time. It's interesting to see, right? Give some examples. Right. Well, like somebody encounters traffic on the way to work or something and they're like, you know, I can never manage to get here on time. And it's like, why would you reinforce? Yeah that reality or that i don't think they realize that they're reinforcing that reality because yes because they don't know 
that it's an already ingrained affirmation. They don't know that it's a, an affirming thought, which is so interesting because I think I remember actually when I discovered this and I really do think that I tripped on the sidewalk and I go to myself like, oh my God, I'm so fucking clumsy. And then all of a sudden I go, it's an already ingrained affirmation. And then that's when like everything started unraveling and I was like, well, I'm going to change this. I'm going to change it to a different affirmation that, oh, I knew that I wasn't that clumsy. I know that I have plenty of dexterity. Um, and then I start replaying that. So now it just comes out naturally as an already ingrained affirmation. So then you're saying it starts as a belief and then you act according to the belief. And then after you act, you then reinforce the belief like a second time like saying you know see i'm clumsy it's evidence that i'm clumsy because i just tripped yes exactly that exactly that yes that's killer that's like there you go that's an oreo sandwich right there it's the <laughs> belief your action or behavior and then another belief stacked to just sandwich yep sandwich that in <laughs> Ooh, that's good we sandwich our actions we sandwich our behaviors with beliefs isn't oh that crazy gosh, we sandwich our behaviors with beliefs wow that's quite cool it kind of reminds me of in psychology we learn this concept called confirmation bias like for instance if you've got this like racist belief or something that asian people are bad at driving right and then you're on the road you see a bad driver and you pull up to the car and guess what they're asian and so you reinforce this belief it's called confirmation bias you know when psychology professors teach this they kind of try to show how it's a bias and and it's almost always spun in a negative way i think but my question would be well can we spin this in a positive way is there a way to use confirmation bias to our benefit rather than just be like, yeah, humans are so, you know, our minds are so biased and blah, blah, blah. How about we empower ourselves with these concepts rather than talk down the human being? Power to the people. <laughs> I absolutely, yeah, I definitely love that. And the answer is yes, obviously, because of the law of polarity. Whatever you can do in one direction, you know, you can do equal and opposite in the other direction which is why I love the law of polarity so much. It's such a cool law of nature. I said when I was younger, like, oh, I knew that I wouldn't be able to make myself look good in front of these people. Like, I, I knew that I would just fuck it up, as I always do. And then I'm going to go sulk in my room and fucking feel bad about it, right? So in that case, with that specific belief, I just started changing the way that I presented myself in front of people. I changed the way that I connected to people. And now, you know, I have an already ingrained affirmation of, fuck, I knew that I could do this. I knew that I could do this. I have everything that I need to do this. I'm so fucking cool. I've done it a million times in the past three years. I can do this. This is something that I can do. And that's an affirming thought. That's interesting. So you say that to yourself before you go into social situations i guess i i would but it's a little bit quieter now because it's so natural it's kind of like it like an autopilot so it's like i don't necessarily have to like look at myself in the mirror and be like i got this like i'm amazing like that always adds extra boost for sure but like it's more like i go into the situation and i'm like i don't i'm not even thinking about it because i know that i got it I'm in like the full embodiment stage of like having it. 
And then when I'm done, if I'm thinking about it, I'm like, damn, like I really do got this shit on lock. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is this also reminds me of another concept from psychology class called self-fulfilling prophecy, where oh, I know that. you, yeah, where you give it to us, you know, an example would be you're joining a new hockey team and you arrive to the game and you're in the locker room and then all the teammates are kind of talking you up because it's your first game and they're like, yeah, you know, we, we heard you played college hockey and, you know, we heard you're pretty good and this and that. That is going to affect your performance like in a positive way. You know what I mean? Just because of the powers of psychology and these like the beliefs and the everything. But that's an example of that coming from the external, from other people giving you an expectation and you living up to that. But what if we could give ourselves the expectation, right? What if we could give ourselves the belief that we want and then our subconscious mind just lives up to that belief or expectation? That was absolutely amazing. Um, I don't even think I've thought of that before in those exact words, but I definitely think that that's something that I've done. And now thinking about it in terms of like a self-fulfilling prophecy externally and taking that energy and putting it in myself internally, it definitely can strengthen 100% somebody's self-fulfilling prophecy to fulfill one's extreme beliefs about oneself. So like a lot of kids probably said that I was going to be like a, like, oh, Kira's probably going to be addicted to drugs. You know, she's probably going to party her whole life or something like that. Right. So that became a self-fulfilling prophecy for a little bit. Like I, I definitely went and did some drugs, you know, I definitely followed what they believed so extremely about me. But at this point, anybody's outside beliefs about me, whether they're good or bad, has nothing to do with my own self-fulfilling prophecy, knowing that it doesn't matter what you're saying to me, good or bad, I have a self-fulfilling prophecy to be the greatest fucking woman on earth that I can be. So I think that that's where like a self-fulfilling prophecy from self would come in. Like you're not necessarily fed by like outside influences or like comments like good or bad it's definitely a dynamic and active process sort of as we because we have these beliefs we go out into the world we behave we act and the world gives us some sort of feedback and then that kind of either reinforces our beliefs or sometimes it inserts new beliefs but it's this weird ongoing process that's kind of invisible i mean it is invisible i mean how else can you can't see the psychology of these things like as if it's matter but it's going on constantly like gravity like how gravity is always going on but you just don't see it you just see the effects of it right mm -hmm. do any other examples come to mind of how you personally like switch up your affirmations or actively use an affirmation to, to take you down a certain path psychologically? I feel like already ingrained affirmations are, they're just something that you have to like continuously work at, 
like the feedback from the universe. Like when I first started my business, I had, oh my God, the things that I've learned since I started my business, it's fucking insane. I had no idea what I was doing. But when I started working with Arbonne and I was doing like network marketing and I was like reaching out to people, oh my God, it was so horrible. I couldn't stand it. But every time I messaged somebody, I had like this affirming thought. I just feel so stupid. Um, like I'm reaching out to them. Like they're going to be like, who the fuck is this? I'd like, it was just, there were affirming thoughts that like, this is just stupid. So obviously that is going to be sent back to them. Really quick. So when you say affirming, you don't mean necessarily positive or helping to yourself. Like an affirming thought could be like a negative one, but you're still affirming that reality. Yes, 100%. Got it. That's why we need to figure out your already ingrained affirmations right now and work to change them. And in the, you know, messaging people, I think that messaging people didn't clear up for me until maybe like, like seven months to a year ago. And I guess what changed over time was just more information. I started learning more information that led me to believe that no, this isn't weird. No, this isn't something, you know, annoying. And then, you know, it just turned into a, an affirming thought that I love messaging people. They probably love getting my messages. They're so heartfelt. I put my heart into it. It just started changing as I learned more information that allowed the, the illusion to melt away, that allowed the false information to melt away that I was hanging on to that was affirming that specific thought. I think the key word there is illusion. Yes. Because it's all falseness and it's crazy how strongly we cling to the various illusions that inhabit our minds. I used to go to some seminars, right? Personal development seminars in these big banquet halls at hotels, conference rooms. And I went to one and there's probably like a hundred, hundred people in the audience. The speaker on stage was scanning the room and he saw this one kid, this one guy who was probably like 20, two years old or something that wasn't laughing at any of the jokes. He had this straight face, like totally like psychologically, you could tell like there's something off with this guy. Like he's so uptight. He's like, so the speaker brought this kid up on stage. The kid was like, like you could tell so much tension and the speaker was like, you know, it's okay to smile. And then the kid's like, like, but so much tension. Like, I would guess that he just had super strict parents, but you you never know, like, what people went through in their childhood, right? So anyways, the speaker goes, like, how about you raise your hand? And he told the audience when, when this guy raises his hand, everybody start cheering. And so this kid raised his hand. Everybody, like, got up and, like, clapped and cheered or whatever. And then he put his hand down. And then he did it again. Everybody cheered. He put his hand down. And you could see this guy kind of like cracking through his shell. And after a couple rounds of doing this with the audience just like responding to him, every time he like raised his hand, he finally cracked through this thing and was smiling ear to ear. <laughs> you saw everything just evaporate off of him. All that pressure, all that tension that he held, that he carried himself, you saw that disappear. 
he started running up and down the aisles giving high fives to everybody. It was an immediate transformation at this wow. seminar. And I was like, dang. I mean, well, that's the power of social reinforcement. He cannot go do that by himself in a room and just meditate himself into like this new identity persona. But if he's in a room with 100 people and all of them are cheering for him every time he does a certain thing, every time he raises his hand, that is like a psychology hack because that gets right into the human mind. If you want to really change a mind, you give a person a new view of how others view them. You see what I mean? Like installing this new, like, okay, this is how others view me. Like others respect me. Others, you know, they cheer for me. They look up to me. I am their king or whatever, right? Like you insert that into somebody's mind, their behavior will shift instantly because the human mind is a social mind. We're a social species. That's an example of like just shattering. It was so bizarre to watch this happen. I just felt like somebody took a hammer to a glass window and just like just smashed it and this guy was just psychologically like freed i don't know if it was sustained but in that moment for sure he was free like what do you think what do you make of that example what you said about like this is how other people view me i'm really big on teaching that about changing your experience it's it's like it takes two to make a thing go right you know, so it's like, I alone may be a fucking queen, I may be a fucking goddess, but if everything that I've shown to everyone in the world is less than that, then I don't really have any leverage. Nobody really thinks that I'm a queen or a goddess because I haven't shown them that I'm a queen or a goddess, right? So I have all of this energy on me for something that I'm not, right? So. When you, you know, begin to change that and this guy was on stage, you know, and he was all upset and then he had this experience, like you said, of everybody cheering him on and, you know, everybody thinks that he's cool. Everybody's happy for him for breaking out of his shell. He now has that experience in his belt and he has a whole bunch of people who really know who he is. And when you have everybody else's energy on top of yours, you are so much stronger. You are so much stronger. You are free to be who you are because you've shown people who you are. You don't need to fake anything. They know who you are. And that's really nice. It's, it's a big step in reprogramming your experience to be happier, to be more free as who you are, to be free to be you away from the illusion. Right. I think what I like about your philosophy is how much freedom there is to create your reality mm -hmm. and to create yourself and these affirmations are one tool so what i'm understanding is in your philosophy these ingrained affirmations are not just it's not just self-talk it's not like oh i am a great person this or that. it's like this deeply held belief somewhere that gives rise to your behaviors to some degree but then you kind of reinforce it by adding affirmations to it is that how you see it when they tell you to repeat affirmations right and they're like i am so beautiful i am so sexy i have great sex things like that you really have to put it in your own 
words. When I used to trip on the sidewalk, you know, I wasn't saying, I am so clumsy. No, I was saying like, oh, I'm so fucking clumsy. You know, there were laughs in between. There was character with it. There was feeling with it. So when you're creating these affirmations in your head and you're trying to say to yourself, like, I am so beautiful or I have so much money or my passion is making me money or things like that, you got to like not repeat it like a robot. You got to say it like it'll be in your head and then that action will eventually match it it'll come out and then the thought will naturally reaffirm itself in your head once it's like in reality what would be the the golden question in your eyes for someone who wants to start to become more aware of these ingrained affirmations and take hold of them I guess to just go through your day today, go through your day and just take a little bit extra notice to your already ingrained affirmations. Say you make a bowl of pasta and you wind up putting too much salt and you say to yourself, ah, oh, I always put too much salt. That's an already ingrained affirmation, you know? So just take notice of your day and just see what you're affirming to yourself throughout the day and write it down. And at the end of the day, decide which ones you like and decide which ones you don't and then move forward to change them. That is the power question slash action step of the day. That is very cool. I'm excited to put this to work and in my own life, I mean, and to really become aware of this, this invisible cycle and the cause and effect patterns of how this stuff works of, you know, reinforcing our beliefs, adopting a new one, and how we can use all of these psychological phenomena, tendencies, whatever, biases, how we can use those to our advantage in installing new beliefs and new affirmations. And to me, that's the, that's the exciting part. <laughs> it's definitely exciting. I feel like when you learn a new piece of knowledge, you know, it just makes life so much easier than you ever thought it was. That's why learning gives people so much confidence because they have so much confidence that they can handle themselves in life. Yeah, learning is just, it's great ease. It adds great ease to life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Do you have anything coming up that you're excited about that you want to tell our viewers? This Saturday, I'm teaching a workshop called Get Out of Your Head. Um, however, this episode will be posted three weeks from now so <laughs> it will have already happened so if you missed get out of your head then make sure you join my next workshop and i do these at the beginning of every month the first weekend of every month so the next one would be july fourth of july weekend but it'll be july 2nd so Get your personal development in before you go party for 4th of July. That's what I got to say. Check That's out what I'm saying. existence. Yeah, existence first Instagram. We'll have all the information for you. And all these events that I do, they're virtual. So you can join from anywhere in the world. You don't have to be in California like me. It could be anywhere. You just go to meetup.com slash existence first and you will see the events that I host. How about you? Anything going on?
right now I have my manifestation webinar out. It is a hundred dollars at the moment. I'm teaching you the same tool that I used to get signed as a model in two weeks and to manifest my boyfriend in like 30 minutes. So um, it's definitely a great and massive impact tool. You can find me on Instagram at Soul Design Future. And there's just a lot coming up uh, new in 2022 with Soul Design Future. So I would love it if you would be there. And I know that you want to be there. So get your butt there. <laughs> As always, thank you all for watching. Let us know what you think by typing into the comments what you got from today's episode and whether you have any tricks and strategies of your own for changing your deeply held beliefs. So with that said, we'll see everybody in next week's episode. Did you find at least one gold nugget in today's episode? Then please like and subscribe and share it with a friend. And finally, if you're looking for a community of like-minded people, join our free Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash enter the mind.